ஹலோ அண்ட் வெல்கம் டு சங்கம் லிட் திஸ் இஸ் நந்தினி கார்கி அண்ட் இன் திஸ் எபிசோட் வி ரலிஷ் அ ஹார்ட் வார்மிங் போர்ட்ரேல் ஆஃப் அ கிங்ஸ் ரூல் ஆஸ் டெபிக்டட் இன் சங்கம் லிட்ரரி ஒர்க் புறநானூறு ட்வெண்ட்டி பெண்ட் அபவுட் த சேரா கிங் யானைகட்சை மாந்திரஞ்சேரல் இரும் பொறை பாய் த போயட் குறுங்கோழியூர் கிளார் The verse is situated in the category of Vagaitinai or a king's victory and elaborates on the elements in this king's just and victorious reign. Iru munnir kuttamum, viyal nyalatthu agalamum, vali valangu thisayum, varidu nilaiya kayamum, yenrangu, avai alandu ariyinum, அழுத்தற்கு அரியை அறிவும் ஈரமும் பெருங்கண்ணோட்டமும் சோறுபடுக்கும் தீயொடு சென்ஞாயிற்று தெரல் அல்லது பிரிது தெரல் அறியார் நின்னிழல் வாழ்வோரே திருவில் அல்லது கொலைவில் அறியார் நாஞ்சில் அல்லது படையும் அறியார் திறன் அறி வயவரொடு தெவ்வர் தேய அப்பிறர் மண் உண்ணும் செம்மல் நின்னாட்டு வயவொரு மகளிர் வேட்டு உணனின் அல்லது பகைவர் உண்ணா அறு மண்ணினையே அம்பு துஞ்சும் கடி அறனால் அறம் துஞ்சும் செங்கோலையே புதுப்புள் வரினும் பழம்புள் போகினும் விதுப்புறவு அறியா ஏமக்காப்பினை அணையே ஆகல் மாறி மண்ணுயிர் எல்லாம் நின் அஞ்சும்மே After seeing many songs on bloodshed and warfare in Puranaanuru thus far this song comes as a breath of fresh air the king being celebrated here is the same chera king yanigachche irumporai the ruler we met in Puranaanuru 17 he who has the gaze of an elephant celebrated by the same poet the words of this poet can be translated as follows even the depth of the huge ocean width of the wide earth directions of wind movement and height of the formless sky may be measured but hard to measure is the wisdom compassion and wide vision of yours other than from fire that cooks rice and rays of the red sun no other form of harsh heat do they know those who live in your shade they know of the rainbow but not a killer bow belonging to the battlefield other than the plow they know not of any other weapon with an army of skillful soldiers you defeat your enemies and then take the sands of their land o honored king whereas in your land only pregnant maiden would take the sand and eat it with desire but your foes shall never taste that rare land of yours well protected forts where arrows rest and a fine scepter where justice rests you possess whether new birds arrive or old birds leave there would be no reason to tremble under your watchful protection and yet since you have such qualities all lives here fear for you Let us now delve into the nuances of the thoughts expressed about this Chera king. The poet begins by talking about certain concepts that were beyond measure in the time period he was living in. These would be the depth of the ocean, extent of the widespreading lands, patterns of wind movements and the height of the amorphous sky. 
the poet connects these elements to the king by saying even these could be measured but not the extent of knowledge kindness and foresight of this king what a unique way of comparing quantities related to the physical world to qualities of the human mind reading about these unmeasured concepts mentioned by this poet 2000 years ago made me curious about when each of these aspects were discovered without having to leave the comfort of my seat today in the 21st century i was able to find that the depth of oceans was discovered between 1872 and 1876 the next parameter the extent of land was tricky for do they mean the size of earth or how far habitable land extends on earth i decided to go with the latter and that would mean asking the question when was the americas discovered unlike what our history books say it was not christopher columbus to reach the continent first rather he was one of the last many say historians now contend that this discovery should be credited to a viking explorer leif erikson who seems to have set foot on newfoundland a current province of canada around the year 1000 ad close to 500 years before columbus arrived here then moving on to the next immeasurable thing the wind patterns of the world is said to be published as a chart by a us geographer matthew mori in the year 1847 and finally the study of layers of the atmosphere too has been going on from 1648 to 1902 so as predicted by this sangam poet all these quantitative aspects have indeed been measured 1000 to 2000 years later from the time of this poet today if one were to find an equivalent for this poet's concept of immeasurable things one top contender would be the extent of this universe how far wide tall deep does it go wonder when in the future someone will spell out the answer to that one returning from our meanderings across space and time to the words about this sangam king we see the poet describing how all the people in the king's land know of no tormenting heat other than the cooking fire and the scorching sun this is to say the villages in this king's domain have never been set ablaze by an enemy king Then the poet puts forth the delightful thought that the people of this land have only seen a rainbow in the sky but no murderous bow that rains arrows upon them similarly the people here know of only one battle weapon the farmer's plow Continuing in this theme of peace and prosperity in the king's land, the poet conjures an intriguing comparison, saying that the Chera king had fought valiantly and destroyed his enemies, and in consequence has tasted the victory of many an enemy land. The poet contrasts it to how it's only pregnant maiden who eat the sand in this king's land, but not a single one of the king's foes. This fact that pregnant women eat dirt may be shocking to many in this generation and possibly people of western cultures but this act has been documented throughout history and in most cultures it's a pregnancy craving and is said to affect women in tropical cultures more than the colder regions eating dirt is called geophagia or pica and scientists are still not fully clear about the reasons for this craving 
It could be the woman's body pushing her to supplement its mineral deficiencies, some speculate. Isn't it stunning to see this timeless action of pregnant women around the world captured and presented as a piercing comparison in the portrait of this king? Finally, the poet talks about the guarded forts and the thoughtful rule and mentions that the people of this land have nothing to worry about omens such as birds arriving or leaving. In short, they need not have any fear whatsoever. The poet concludes by saying, however, the people of the land do fear one thing and that is some harm befalling their virtuous ruler. Moving words about an admirable monarch. The song seems to shout out from across the centuries that it's not wars won in enemy lands, but peace that prevails in one's own land that defines a good leader. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sangam Lit and journeying with me to ancient lands and minds. Please visit nandinikarki.com to share your thoughts and do spread the word about Sangam Lit. Until next time, Nandri Vanakkam.